It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You're here. You did it. You're here. Is anyone anything? Is everywhere anywhere? What's happening? We haven't recorded a normal podcast for a hot minute now, so we're all just settling down into our roles as podcast hosts. Are you ready to talk about things? And Christopher thinks that um, I'm I'm gulping. I think I'm slurping, but he cut off my coffee story because he thought it's about time we start recording so now that we're recording i can <laughs> slurp now that we're recording i can get back into my story so the reason i'm doing coffee milk today christopher the reason you're doing coffee milk <laughs> <laughs> the reason i'm putting coconut milk in my coffee no it's not the morning um is because yesterday i had three different coffees with different milks but i didn't get round to the coconut milk so the thing i like to do is for every subsequent coffee, coffee roulette <laughs> i like to cycle through the milks and today we're having coconut and as i had for my pre-record pressing button slurp i sort of regret it coffee, uh, coconut's never my favorite so i have to cycle through the milks because if i don't who will welcome to the podcast <laughs> jesus <laughs> Um, it's it's a the morning. Today. It is the morning. It's a fact we haven't done a morning for a while, and you can just sense the sense of resignation when our schedules don't allow for any alternative, and we have to agree on a morning record. But I'm actually quite happy about it, and um, I hope it finds you at least well on this morning and looking forward to recording a regular podcast. When I said we've gone out on a bit of a limb here, and we've done some almost, for lack of a better word, experimental picks to talk through today. Christopher was convinced I'm coming for him and for Tim, but it might not be all that. So get your scores ready, get your thoughts ready. For a reminder, we're doing um, Tim Minchin's So Fucking Rock and George Saunders' Thursday. But before we get to all that, we're here for a regular podcast. Christopher, how are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm a little hungover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> so uh, we picked up some last minute tickets to some jazz at uh, uh, my partner and I, uh, yes. some jazz at a church around the corner, and mm. uh, not going to jazz up front, which is what they call it. They do it once a month. It's quite cute. Um, not understanding the format or the setup, we thought, why don't we just nip to the bar down the road first, have a cheeky little cocktail, thinking that we're going to be sitting sitting in pews or something, watching mm. jazz mm. with with no re- with no refreshments or whatever. We mm. walked in. They had beautiful little circle tables with candles on them. They had a tiny yes. little pop-up bar that they'd set up, so we proceeded to buy a bottle of wine and drink that throughout the jazz. Um, 
but it was very good. Oh, wow. It was very, it was, it was very... So basically, you got, you, you'd already had your pre-drinks. Yeah, and then got on it <laughs> and watched some jazz and then came home and fell asleep. It was, it was beautiful. That's really nice. It, what? Does, does jazz... It was in a church. Yeah. Jazz works in a church, question mark. This did. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I did nitpick it. Um, the sound setup, but the jazz was Beautiful. very good. It so wouldn't have fine. been. I was about to say it wouldn't. It wouldn't I, I, have been this I, I, podcast I without it. But I without don't think a it was. A, I don't think it was this a special edition of this podcast. But it wouldn't have been you without a little nitpick. Listen, in a good way. But um, listen, as as it, we always show ourselves up with uh, a bit of a lack of expertise in all our chosen fields to talk about. But like, what? Like, let's. Can we use any of the words? What kind of jazz are we saying? Big band. Uh, that's uh, it was one. a trio. It was a jazz trio. Nice. Uh, the instruments being in a jazz trio. Let me um, try. Let me try. In this, well, it can be many things in a jazz trio. It can be many things. <laughs> in this one, in this particular one, I think the drums were featured. They were featured. <laughs> oh, I think a guy playing the old saxophone. No saxophone. Trumpet. No trumpet. All right, tell me the. <laughs> you ran out already. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two. Uh... And did you say saxophone first because of Lisa Simpson? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is accurate. Uh, a pianist and a double bass. No, a pianist. Pianist. And we'll be moving on to pianists very soon. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, but first, can Not I please, yet, please tell the oh, audience that this is the 24th episode of season one? No, that is uh, confidential information, but we can tell them other things. Okay. I'm kidding. Can yes. we tell them that it's the season finale? Oh my gosh, you're telling them all the things. <laughs> I feel like we should come off the bat and tell them. I'm very excited yeah, let's about tell it. Them. Let's there's, tell there's, them. There's somewhere in the distant future where we'll be doing like, I don't know, season 12, episode one or something. Oh. And it'll be crazy. The Simpsons jumped the shark era. Oh no. That's two <laughs> references already. And to be clear, off pod, Christopher knew just from my living in the world and being stalking. That you're watching stalking. This, you're, yeah, stalking, I guess. You're watching The Simpsons again. He knew. I like the idea of you knowing it almost as an energy read. That's because it's accurate. I am watching The Simpsons again. I'm back on it. It's like knowing that your friend's back on their drugs. Um <laughs> but yes, so season finale. And what's what why is it why is it significant to do it for like a, a twenty four episode twenty four of our first season? Because I missed traditional seasons that were twenty four episodes, yes. Jeff. Yes. Yes. Friends I mean, being the main one. We're shouting out friends. <laughs> we're shouting basically. out friends. Yeah. The one with Jeff and Chris shouting out friends. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said it. Did you see how chuffed I was? Yes. And you were like, shit, I have to give him something. Um I feel like okay, so with this is you've uh, if you're listening for the first time, welcome. This is uh, the cultural oh, yeah. consumption appraisal. We've got something for you guys. We have got something for you guys. We've got a little uh, game we play. Uh, where we take only listen we still do a pre getting into it ramble but then we're like oh shit very very quickly let's just keep you up to date and posted with what this show is actually about let's get the whole thing out in a nice handy 30 seconds and uh whose turn is it today it's your turn jeffrey oh i'm ready it's coming for you are you actually ready though yes <laughs> okay right yes so jeffrey you have 30 seconds to explain to new listeners what the pod is all about and your time starts now hello prospective new listener that i'm just imagining you have entered the season one episode 24 and you're thinking what are these boys talking about they seem to just be friends is that the whole gist is that the main thing kind of yeah actually kind of yeah so they're both just people in their lives who've known each other for most of them at this point because that's how old they're getting which is kind of sad let's not (laughs) dwell on that but they uh talk about things and review 
each other's picks because they pick things for the other one especially today is a really good example of that they rate them give them scores and it's a whole game out of guessing the scores the whole game it's a whole game oh. does, it, does anyone win <laughs> let's see the theme song seems to indicate that that sort of thing might go down today before we get to it i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna pass the bat on to you in a really like Let's just take a minute. We're about to get into it. We have just about enough time to do it without rushing, but there's an odds and ends. I feel like you really have to get <gasps> off your chest. I, I forgot, completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the baton in my hand. I was like, I think he'd appreciate this right now. Thank you for the baton. Um, that's absolutely fine for the baton. Um, what are we saying? What, let's talk so about it. The, the odds, and odds, and odds and ends again for Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, so <laughs> we're just gonna have to keep doing episodes. <laughs> what this time? So there's actually two. One okay. in the last episode, I got my retrospect score wrong. <laughs> I recounted <laughs> it incorrectly. I now have... that you've got the other odds and ends, this one seems like a really funny one. Well, yeah, just sometimes when we're talking about past episodes without a spreadsheet that is pending and that I'm supposed to be working on. To be I'm fair, glad you said that. <laughs> us to look at and keep record it would be hard to you know what even listen on a, on a on a smaller level when i say whose turn is it today i'm looking at him desperately like i hope he remembers <laughs> so to remember the exact numbers every time would be a lot so i i properly uh so, yeah. rate you when we recorded admission. the pod i said four mm. as a retrospect the following week i said what was it and i think we said it was a five and i said okay well i stick with it then because yes. i wanted to upgrade my retrospect score because as in being further away from it anyway i yes which seems to be a running theme i had a meltdown um <laughs> about uh donald glover being in across the spider-verse but i don't then... think you did i think what you did was you were you caught yourself being like so overly praising mm. you're like shit i need to like let me find a thing yeah i think you got excited to find anything that just you didn't immediately get so to speak so thank, i thank, think you're fine thank you jeff but it turns <laughs> out there's a big multiverse craziness happening i'm not the best person to talk about it <laughs> but uh, donald glover was in spider-man homecoming which was right. the first time tom holland he had a little cameo in there right. where i don't remember it explicitly so him mm. being in across the spider-verse is a link back to that which was which was mind-blowing for the nerds out there yeah so this is actually a really good example of christopher shout out to our one uh, other listener uh, <laughs> Shout out to Ali, who I think uh, talked Christopher through this. This is such a good illustration for me of like both the charm and the problem with this pod, which is sometimes we spread ourselves so far and wide, we almost spread ourselves thin without being fully experted up research merchants. We end up, you know, I would that's sort of a pride and joy I would take in knowing a little tidbit like that beforehand. But like, there's just too many things. There's too many things. Luckily for us, we have friends who know about some of these things. So Ali telling Christopher about that. Christopher texted me straight away. So excited. Had completely changed his tune on the Donald Glover thing. Yeah. And for anyone who uh, listened to that episode and felt similarly to Ali, what are you talking about? That's actually really cool. Listen, okay? That's podcasts. You're going to hear things that annoy you. Good. Right? Yep. But what other podcast comes on with hashtag odds and ends? Maybe an episode or two later than you'd like, but they come back and they address it. I mean, and they... perfect opportunity for an email or a voice note, but... <laughs> yes for the season finale we're going to get it out there right at the start if you have complaints direct them 
to us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash CCC appraisal pod or email us at CCC appraisal hour. (laughs) (laughs) It's pod for Twitter, hour for Gmail at gmail.com. That's the email CCC appraisal hour at gmail.com. Tell us things. So far, aforementioned Ali, who feels like just getting all the shout outs today, has been the the one person to email us. No, we do have another. We have had another. Oh, we do have. she deserves a shout out, Becky. We've had uh, two emailers, so fair play to them. Credit to them. We love them. Um, listen, uh, we just need we just need more now. Building up to a season finale. Here's what I'm going to tell you guys: <laughs> we are the season finale today. Building up to uh, a special episode coming out to sort of close out things. Today's pictures are actually going to carry over to season two of the podcast. Um, today we are looking forward to being the last episode of this season before a special. We're at the moment calling tentatively titled a state of the podcast podcast it's a special it's another club of some variety in discussion and basically if as opposed to other weeks where we just want to hear from you and then we do hear from you and then we're like oh that's nice and then we just continue podding as normal whereas i feel like some people are like i emailed you why aren't you reading my email in full fair enough we ask for it a lot this time if you get in touch with us i can almost guarantee it's going to feature in some way on the state of the podcast podcast because that's basically where we have to just Take a breath and assess where we've been. Assess what we've been up to. Look at this this run so far. And more importantly, who wins the season? Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> it's not a competition. But then again, everything is now. Shall we get to some some sure. tours today? Speaking of talking about, where do you want to start? Um, I feel like we start with with Tim Minchin. Cool, I'm down because I. Okay. Yep, because. Because books are stories are fun. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an article, listener. He's been trolling me about calling it an article for weeks now. I feel like um, let's talk about Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin is an interesting one. We both done an interesting thing this week. Of it's a, it's a microcosm of our podcast, Christopher. What happened? Where we try to do things which like oh we're deviating and here's a bit of just more mainstream stuff. And Ed Sheeran is featured and Taylor Swift is featured. Whereas some of the old favourites, Bob Dylan or Radiohead, haven't. Like, we've tried a thing. Yeah. We're not just reviewing the old precious favourites. We're, we're spreading our wings. But last week, we both thought, oh, let me get into the archives. Let me get into something that I'm into, that the other has never been into, and see what happens. But this see what happens, actually, is uh, masked and disguised. I hope he likes it. That's what this episode is today again, I feel. I feel like we haven't had one of these before. Uh, for a while, rather, I, I was meant had to, one of these before. I was meant to like it. Well, we'll talk about it. That's what this podcast is for. But I can, get to I, it. Can, I can say, and this is uh, your scores are locked in now, correct? Correct. Correct. So um, I can I can say confidently that when hearing that name, Christopher, I thought, uh oh, what is about to go down? Because this is again, this is a very funny and particular thing about this podcast. As much as we share a lot. And we know, we have a lot of the same shared references ever since I feel like not quite high school, but not long after because we also attended the same college. I feel like someone started figuring into the life of you and your partner. Okay. And made it a bit of a, a threesome. Okay. And it was Tim Minchin. And I feel like I I was not, I was not involved in that part of your relationship, okay? As much as I do enjoy being a third wheel. <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going where it's, it's gone. It's there. Um, <laughs> and I just remember, like, there's so many things, right? It's just so interesting how for some things it's like, share, share. For that one, I just, I was like, huh, 
you know, I saw a, maybe a DVD cover or whatever it would have been back in the day and uh, looked a bit odd, my guy. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'm not out here not watching comedy because a guy looks odd. If anything, that's quite helpful, isn't it? But um, I remember just thinking that and being like, okay. And then maybe heard two seconds of his voice. And was I that guy that you'd actually go out on a limb and call a racist for hearing his Australian accent and thinking, I'm all right, actually, because that might have been me. I don't actually remember. But a long time ago, when I knew you were a big Tim Minchin guy, I felt almost a decision of like, well, he's not for me. And I can't quite remember and unpick where that came from or started. But for many years now, Christopher, I know there's a Tim Minchin guy and I'm not. I think I've also seen there's a piano there, there's music. I don't know about you, Christopher, but unless you know and love this guy now, right? If you just see you're going to a comedy evening and there's an instrument out, Sometimes it's like, oh boy, I hope this guy knows what he's doing or this lady knows what she's doing because involving music in your comedy can be can be a bit much. Um, so yeah, that's just a bit of a preamble to where I stood on the Tim Minchin of uh, a wall. That was longer uh, than a preamble. I <laughs> <laughs> before I watched uh, So Fucking Rock. Then I can briefly tell you, briefly he says, how much I scoured the fucking internet looking for this thing because... Um, he has another special called So or something. He's, my guy's dropped some specials, you know. It's been a, it's, there's a bunch of them. Can I ask before I get into it now why you chose this one? Um, yes, because he was... Am I accurate so far, by the way, though, in terms of you being the OG to mention fan for many, many years, blah, blah, blah? It, it, it was mainly uh, my partner, to be honest. Um, I actually only saw him live in person for the first time last week or the week before oh um, wow where's my partner can i say something shout out to your partner thank you thank you <laughs> um <clears throat> where's my partner's seen him a couple of couple of times live um in various places but yeah um sometimes i want you when you ha- give someone something you take them back to the start i thought because ah, yes I, yes I, we I have think, done that before. i think arctic monkeys i think the special is a little rough around the edges in places mm. Mm. um he I think his banter between songs is not great. Oh, ooh, um, um, we just order a review. This is fantastic. Get in there. No, no, but I, but I just think it's. But there are loads of songs on there that are great, and that's mm. what's that's what he's good at. Um, so I thought. So that's that's kind of giving me stuff to work with already. This is fun. Have you actually watched it? <laughs> <laughs> are you just going to repeat time. repeat what I say back? Muting you. <laughs> <laughs> watching it on the side christopher's convinced i do this thing when i'm not listening where i just repeat back to him what i'm saying and i didn't think i did it but now that he's pointed it out i think it's really clever and i sh- i'm gonna shout it out as a technique and recommend it to all the listeners if you're not sure you were listening just repeat back to them what they said because it will help you climb back into the conversation and it seems like you're good uh, well, you're it a would good help me listener. climb back into the conversation <laughs> Sometimes you've just dropped off the face of the earth, mate, and someone's talking to you about some sort of deadline. You have no idea. Today is the deadline, Joe. Yes. <laughs> and you'll get back there. So Tim mentioned, um, again, another reason this is a good, uh, very CCC appraisal hour thing of us is because, uh, you know, I think Michael Jackson is always the best example of this. It's when the person recommends the thing and then actually, you know, they're much more qualified to talk about it afterwards rather than the reviewer. But the charm of it is... The reviewer being the newbie does give that freshness. This is why I think those channels on YouTube are quite popular of like old man listens to this for the first time. It's like as much as, you know, we love a good expert and a deep dive and research, some someone coming right out of nowhere without much context 
just experiencing it is actually really fun. And that's just review the thing, Jeff. Today. <laughs> You know how I review? I review by decontextualizing what a review actually means to me. Decontextualizing um, <laughs> is the word of the day. So I enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. I was dreading it. I was like, this is going to be another one where, you know, this guy means a lot to him. And I've just got, it was literally similar to like, you go into a party and there's a guy in the corner and you're like, oh, probably not for me, this guy. And then later you hear him being a bit funny. And it's like, oh no, but. I chose at the beginning because he has a funny haircut not to talk to him. <laughs> He's not wearing shoes. <laughs> Something, right? But um so, you know, I'm 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 giving you everything you could possibly need to correctly guess the uh, score for anticipation, but I I I put it off. I and I <laughs> not not that I worried, but I think a uh, uh, the reason this show works if it does is because we're trying to be honest to a fault about our takes and how we feel about things right so i was like i don't want to i don't want to start accumulating a list of things that my uh, podcast uh, hosting partner likes that i don't but like i made a decision when we were young <laughs> at the tim minchin crossroads and i didn't go down there and there must have been a reason but then again okay here i am now the way that i was able to like slightly turn my frown upside down in looking forward to watching it was i listened to a podcast that i've been recommended to from every which bloody way and it was the off the menu podcast <laughs> and it featured tim minchin and so suddenly as opposed to this guy shrouded in mystery and the love of my friend and his partner for many many years that i had i had sworn against ever giving him i hadn't but you know what i mean um Suddenly, I just had a really funny little hour conversation about food where he came across as quite charming and weird and funny. And suddenly my defenses were broken. My barriers was were down. And, and then um, there is also the tidbit of um, he's done a musical for the Old Vic in London called uh, for the Groundhog Day, uh, that intellectual property. And I love a good... Uh, I mean, I'm not much for musical for every musical guy, but like a smart, clever, funny one like that one seems to be that's right up my street. And that's like his current project in the works de delayed by COVID. At least that's it's, it's ongoing until uh, near the end of the year. And him talking about that was really cool. Him talking about comedy was really cool. Him talking about food. I, I it's sort of it sort of like got me. OK, I actually kind of want to watch him now and see what he's see what he's all about. I feel like this has been a year and uh, 10 years in the making, at least maybe more. Um, definitely more. Actually, I'm older than I remember sometimes. And then he starts singing. This motherfucker is so good at music, right? Okay, so obviously, first, as we've discussed, there's the initial resentment about that. <laughs> Someone like you or me might might feel, but like, he's amazing. He's so talented. It's so fun. And then I'll say, actually, that uh, I actually, I don't know if it's now just because you've dropped that tidbit that I feel like I have to speak to it, but like, I really enjoyed the in-between songs, but okay. at least some of it, some of it, it was quite, you know, you remember how we used to use this uh, descriptive uh, word back in the uh, adolescence so much and it got so annoying so quickly. That word being random. Hey, that's so random. Um, <laughs> but I feel like he does come at it from those angles where at the beginning he's doing a bit about shoes and silver shoes and mm -hmm. you've got shoes. And I was like, okay, like <laughs> you've just been like a musical <laughs> savant and now it seems like you can't really speak. But then some of the bits, when he'd get there, you know, sometimes it was all about getting there. And so I had a it, takes, it takes a while to get there. I, right. The main... Which we can relate to. So, Have so... you heard how long it took me to get to my review today? 
yes <laughs> i am here i've actually gone and come back <laughs> um is i i basically i think i've re re-listened slash watched mm. this show mm. over the last couple of weeks and started before i even pitched it to you mm. um but I was listening to if I if you look at the live album which you can actually listen to on Spotify yes, of the show, I have looked. Mm. Um, it's like an hour. But then when you press play on the video, it's like two, two. hours yeah. and seven minutes. Don't you worry. <laughs> More than most movies you've recommended on this and it podcast. has an intermission. <laughs> and it does have an intermission, which it covers yeah. quite creatively, and I enjoyed. But yes, and it's, I, it's, I found it's, that fascinating. I was like, wait, so he actually talks. For the best part of an hour in between all the songs, but I was like, oh, so you, were sort of, you were more it... familiar with it, like off the top of your head, memory-wise, as like a collection of songs rather than two hours of like mixing it all in. Yeah, pretty much. Because because oh, so in his shows after this, some of the mm. songs make reappearances because they be effectively become his hits. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, yeah. you have really given me an interesting one then to get into. Yeah. Um, I'm also a big like. Christopher knows this. I feel like our listeners should know this. I'm a big theatre guy, right? Mm. And I didn't... Part of the problem with Tim Minchin in a, in a, you know, credit to his varied talents kind of way is he's all over the shop, right? So I'm out here thinking I'm a theatre guy. He's out here doing a comedy show with lots and lots of intricate musical numbers. And I'm looking and thinking, all right, let's see how this goes. And he's actually, like, so good at music. He's so good at really funny songs. And he's at least you know above average good at comedy so the thing that i uh i liked straight away was this show is actually at the bloomsbury theater which is one of the few venues i'm out here like having not been to and really wanting to go to and it's just uh there's something just wholesome and nice to me about a comedian who like quite now i'd i'd say is almost on the more legendary side of things he's like quite a huge name right mm -hmm. but back in the day he wasn't the hugest ever name he was and quite an oddball on the scene He's filling out the Bloomsbury Theatre and people there are really into him. And just as a theatre kid, even like, it's, it's as I'm saying, I'm making sense of this. It's like, I do love my comedy, but I also love my theatre. And this actually seemed to bridge the two much more seamlessly than I realised. Because as I describe that to you, it sounds annoying and pretentious, right? But you have to watch him. It's like, you actually have to watch him. And that's why I do kind of appreciate, eventually, <laughs> the pick you gave me. Because you have to watch him. Some of his... Uh, songs are so clever there's this one that comes to mind immediately where he's uh he's singing about like uh what key he likes to singing and then it's one of uh, his most it's... famous songs oh really yeah um but then you know but he doesn't so his his hands really like to play in this key but he his voice really likes to sing in a different one and the f sharp i don't know f sharp being what he likes to sing in i don't know how to phrase it but the way that he's able to hold the f sharp note over what he plays you know i'm not exactly uh, a trained musician but like i play music and when he did that i sort of i sort of gasped I was like jeez look at him hold that note and do it over and over again and so as much as i enjoyed that um and it's like it's a few different things at once he's like being funny and doing cool um rhymes and one-liners in his songs but he's also like doing a conceptual thing with music and performance the thing that i really liked is then when it ends he sort of comments on it and he's like some people who are musicians like it as a geeky thing. Some people like it because, you know, they just thought I did it in a cool way, even though they don't know music that well. And some people didn't even notice anything was wrong. And I found that so <laughs> funny because, yeah, if I can imagine at a time before I was playing music that I might just think, oh, that was like ever so slightly off and I don't know why. And it, while everyone else is like cracking up laughing. So, yeah, no, I I, ha I have to say, I actually, uh, actually quite, in I, had a, I had a really good time. Are, are there any other songs that stuck in your head at all? Or oh yeah quite a few oh yes thank you 
my mate, the, the 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 whole angle here that made me right really, as opposed to just enjoying it at a bit of a distance, that made me feel invested and now mm. made me feel fuck. Now I'm actually really annoyed I missed the performance that uh, Christopher invited me to, that I had to miss due to work reasons. Is the thing that got me uh, invested was he had this angle on it of kind of like not the starving artist, but like the not super successful yet artist. And quite mm. a few of his songs went down that road. So rock and roll nerd, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> relatable to the point of wanting to cry, right? It's just still writing songs, still doing things. It's not working out. I'm a rock and roll nerd and I, you know, I like all the references and I want to be all the things, but I'm kind of not that guy. Um, the the peace song for Palestine was really funny because <laughs> he starts talking about it. I'm like, where's he going with this? And then basically everyone involved in that area doesn't eat pigs and he thinks okay so let's all just join around the fact that we don't eat pigs and let's not eat pigs together um i feel <laughs> did like you like not... did you yes there was like a beat poetry one called oh mate i knew you'd like that yeah yeah, yeah. the beat poetry one was again for me a really really good like you're in your 30s you sort of have artistic aspirations but you kind of haven't made it yet um so that was like a bit of the topic and he speaks from that point of view just so so uh, energetically so creatively but yeah the actual format of doing a beat poem so he's playing over like some crazy jazz walking right. stuff walking baseline sort of thing yeah, yeah really uh cliche and typical beat but like uh, i don't know if it's just i'm that out of the loop with like i haven't done i haven't acted in the play for a few years i haven't even mm. sung a, a, a full song for a hot minute out here which is kind of the longest i've not done that sort of thing for which is quite sad but like part of my astonishment was just how the fuck is he remembering all of this <laughs> right yeah. it's mad no but i loved it i loved the beat poem he even shouted out jack kirouac and a rhyme at some point he had all the references and uh yeah no so much oh, mate another thing is um you know i think we're quite used to now especially from watching hey a little bit of wrestling has been consumed by mm. your boys at some point right we're really used to like crowd noises and crowd vibes and like he had a devoted little fan base there and at the end mm. he has this finally quite sincere song about his brain and things like that and like i don't know if it's like a famous thing in the tim minchin mm. fan sphere but like he cut to a woman during it and she was like really really broken up about it <laughs> <laughs> it really took me out of it for a minute because i was totally like oh this is just a nice song and there's no sort of joke here and then it went to the woman who's like Shielding her mouth like, oh my god, he's changing my life. And it kind of made me laugh because I'd been used to laughing for two hours and seven minutes at that point. Um, but yeah, no, the 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 beat poem on really, really got me just because the point he was making about this guy, this rich guy being like, hey, I might have this and I might have that and I might have, you know, 600k and a car and all this, but you're the guy where you get to do music. Ha ha ha. Just the smugness, right? And also just like, yeah, that feeling of utility when someone who you know seems to rate you and not values what they do with their life is also like just living off the land in such a more comfortable way than you are just he nails that point of view and that's why yeah i felt very very invested because he gave this feeling of i've been at this for a sec this isn't yeah. easy i've got a very particular kind of thing um and yeah he, he won he won me over and i really really didn't expect that Part of me yeah. is almost... Yeah, I know, right? I built it up in my head and I did put it off. And as much as I'm relieved to say I didn't, uh, I really had a good time. I, I feel like I'm letting the listeners down. We have quite, we've had quite a few, maybe two. Shout out to our two emailers. Um, 
come to us and say we want more contentious vibes we want more mm. debate today i'm out here now a bit of a tim Minchin convert to be honest uh and that's that's what happened when i watched so fucking rock yeah the, the only other song i was going to mention is a song mm. called uh, dark side that he does towards the end which is like his oh, big set this... piece at the end that's that yes no that that definitely deserves a shout out i'm glad you brought up dark side uh yeah so what's notable about that one i mean he he goes through he cycles through all the rock and roll voices it's kind of just about <laughs> it's basically oh, his, his girlfriend breaks up with him because he doesn't yes. have a dark side yeah um and he's always happy or whatever so the song just sort of plays on on that really but that's that is also his big hit that even the little show that i saw him at wickham mm. where he was actually playing more just sincere numbers and songs mm. from his album <laughs> oh, <laughs> and cute. things like that. He still ended by playing Dark Side. <laughs> oh, that's quite amazing. amazing. Yeah. That is quite, quite amazing. Um, canvas Bags, I also really liked. Yeah. That was fun. That's 2008, um, man. That's before they were a thing. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point, you know. <laughs> he was okay, trying oh, to change this... the world back then. He was. He was. And I'm so glad because, you know, similarly to the Donald Glover shout out, you've reminded me of the one tidbit. I was like, hmm, I wonder about this one, which mm. is... It's like it was a comic premise seemed to be, and I really, really enjoyed his build up of like, I have a lot of anger. I'm not good at processing it. My, and I speak to a psychologist about that. Um, shout out to all the psychologists we're speaking to out there. And he uh, was like, I'm going to write some poetry, I think it was, about my uh, anger. Yeah. And then as if my attention drifted, like, I'm not sure if I got this right, but I didn't want to like do too much due diligence here and research because I wanted to just sort of tell you how it came across. But it seemed to be the joke was that basically he almost had a kind of Tourette's and like mm. to, to to do a poem expressing his anger meant he like showed like he like really funny, you know, fuck off stuff he was saying, right? And he kept like breaking down and like while trying to say normal stuff would say quite mm. abusive stuff to his psychologist or whatever. I just thought it was interesting in terms of a lot of the stuff hadn't dated especially uh the stuff about you know being a, a struggling artist and stuff that feels mm. very relevant to today to today um that to me and i don't know if this is just a sensitivity thing or whatever but like especially the week i'm sure you've seen it where the lewis capaldi thing happened did you see the lewis capaldi thing at glastonbury so basically at glastonbury his uh, he's got tourette's famously yeah um his sort of ticks got the best of him and he couldn't sing anymore ah, and it was quite yeah frustrating to watch you really felt for him but like the crowd like stepped in and sung along for him and said it was like so moving to watch and now he's actually taking a break from touring to like i think you can understand right like really like you, if you've super lost control like that during a really big performance like that that must um really affect you and yeah it's not like he even made a joke about uh i have tourette's now but like that seemed to be the point of the joke and the just it the fact that i even had to think about it for a minute was like oh so like I don't think you can you can ever get away from none of this will date. Some of it has to. And to me, that, that was the only bit that felt like a tiny bit dated. Um, okay. The rest felt very, very uh, fresh and good. And even that bit was was quite good. It had it had really funny moments. Um, oh, and, and you've reminded me, my favourite part of Darkseid. Did, did he do this in Wickham? If I'm remembering right, he ends by like sort of screaming in a feral, primal way about like his dad not loving him or something. <laughs> <laughs> he not didn't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He no, didn't no. do that. He, he didn't do, he didn't so do the rough. daddy never come to my ball games bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that. That was funny. And he sort of does this thing of like, uh, you know, like hammering out the final chords or whatever, and then like screaming and stopping playing. And it felt really uncomfortable for like a minute. The thing is, his he audience the, he is so the best, on side. He has the best mm. side eye, 
I think, in any he sort of... He does have the best side-eye. And in order to achieve some of the best side-eye in the comedy game today... Eyeliner. The camera is unusually <laughs> close. Yeah, both eyeliner and, like, he's got an unusual amount of close-ups. Yeah. Because I feel like he would get just as big laughs from just a little look askance at someone. Like, mm. I think someone... Even, like, this is a really good thing he's able to, like, play with his audience with. And occasionally, like, mistimed or awkwardly timed laugh from the audience will get a look from him. And it's yeah. really, really funny. Like, that got me as much as any line here or there. But, yeah, because his audience is so on side, you've made me realise one of the funniest things I'm watching, it was every now and again he, when he would really commit to, like, not letting the audience know what the bit here mm. was and not having it be safe. So, for instance, moments of... And this is what I really did rate him as a stand-up and enjoy that. And I didn't need him to rush back to the music. Moments when he was talking about his relationship. Mm. And he was saying really fucked up stuff, for lack of a better word. <laughs> And there were moments where the audience is like, wait, is this okay? And I really, really liked that because clearly, as I think he states explicitly, clearly part of the relationship he has with his uh, wife and uh, the mother of his child uh, at the time, I don't know if he has more now, is that uh, they like to make each other laugh by saying fucked up stuff. Yeah. So like, um, it comes from like a good place, but like he was just talking about her dying and if she died, how he'd be able to like figure out his you know sex with a new person if maybe him and his <laughs> wife all these years have veered off into weird territory like and yeah just these moments with the audience is like wait a minute oh it really got me i really really like that stuff um dude all around i can sort of i can sort of ramble on and just and just praise the guy i, I had a much better time than i thought i would and uh he's annoyingly talented what can you say it's yeah. a very specific i fucking rate him for this what a weirdly kind of talented guy to yeah. have gone out there and made it work. So, of course, now he's writing musicals. I'm so glad he's found his niche. It's a heartwarming story. Yeah. Props to him. Because you still haven't referenced Matilda as well, the musical. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Matilda, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is his success, mm. and I, I don't know if it's 100% true, but it seems mm. like his success is down to the failure of his genuine like. Yes. Actually, genuine is not the right word, but almost okay. like a a traditional yes. singer songwriter career. That's um, really and, that's and, so much the better, isn't it? And then, therefore, he's been able to use. He's a great wordsmith as well. Yes. quite clearly, he's been able to mm. use that to write all of these. Levi Weaver, did you say? I didn't. I wasn't going to shout him out again, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, clearly he's got a talent in that area too, doesn't he? So, really, is that a thing that for a hot minute he was like? Well, no, no, I, I don't know if he was or he wasn't, but you, so many mm. of his songs are about that. Yes, his songs are definitely about that. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, leads yeah. to it. And I think when I went to see him, he said he hasn't actually written a comedy song in 12 years. Wow. Yeah. I can actually picture it because at this point that I've watched it, it's from like 2008 or something, this show. Yeah. He seems so at the height of his powers. Part of me, when I was watching it, I was thinking, so what? He's going to keep go doing this. Here? Yeah, yeah he's really seemed to have mastered the form and like been in there for a while and he has such a accomplished set list blah 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 um and it's 2023 now so that makes sense by the way in the show mm. i'm not sure in your watching if he says he's 32 yeah coming up to 23 which is crazy because uh we're older than that at the time of recording and uh he's really really on it and there's um it's a good time what yeah, he's, like in his late, he's 48 i think he said at the show i saw him how's he looking what we saying I was far enough away that he looked exactly the same. <laughs> Still rocking the and hair and the eyeliner? That's I, the I may thing. pitch it one day, but he has a brilliant series called Upright as well that I've watched the first season ah, of. Oh, yeah. When um, I was looking in, looking for him mm. on the old Apple TV, shout out my various Apple IDs, 
that told me that I've already authorized this Apple ID on five other computers. And I was like, what's happening? That's not for you to know, dear listener. Um, I saw Upright and I thought, that looks interesting. What's that about? And we're not going to get into that because we've taken up far too much time already. Yeah, we have 21 minutes left. <laughs> my scores were... Oh, yeah. Um, no, I need to guess. You do. Um, so my anticipation is wrong. I thought you might be a little bit more excited, but it town- sounds like you were not. But I said, I said three. That's wrong. Okay. Um, but then I had an in- four for enjoyment and a four for retrospect because I wow. knew that you appreciated good stuff, Jeff, and you would appreciate <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> I mean, low-key shots fired there if I don't give your boy the scores he's after there. So well played there. Two for anticipation, which I thought was generous. Um, <laughs> definitely, you were right about four for enjoyment, so you're only one off so far, one off the mark. And actually, I don't know what it is about the placement. I don't know if you felt the same with Arctic Monkeys debut album, blah, blah, blah. I've come round to a three overall just because I feel like I've been dropped in a funny place and now I have to find my own way with Tim Minchin. Mm. And I've almost like the way that you were describing like the in-between banter, I've almost already decided like this is one of so, so many that I need to come back to this with a bit more context. Like I had a good time, but I, I feel more we like... we both consumed our content, content last mm. night, it sounds like. Oh, no way. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. For all these days and weeks of trolling me about why have you given me an article to read i haven't i've given you a short story why have you given me an article to read i haven't i've given you a short story you finally read a short story as of yesterday can we confirm is that correct yes we can i don't think i can fluff my way through lying (laughs) (laughs) so i have a question before i we start handing this baton a bit less back and forth and i just leave it i have a question please you start is it it pronounced dwyer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah Dwyer's fine we can go for Dwyer. now my question yeah as far as you're aware which is a really really funny way to start this question <laughs> as far as you're aware have you read a short story before <laughs> i don't probably <laughs> there you go so as far as you're aware was justified fantastic um <laughs> you could speak to the the same way i spoke to why it took me so long it seems obvious but tell the listener why why did it take you so long buddy uh, honestly honestly oh geez i don't know <laughs> <laughs> two reasons okay. one i consume things when i'm running listening this is true. doing this things is true. or Awkward. um although you could say well if you're going to sit down and watch something you might as well just read something which is yeah. a, which is a fair argument mm. um but it's actually the platform it was on through me because trying Ooh. to read something off a website mm. Despite yes. putting it in reader mode or whatever, I initially tried mm. to read it on my phone mm. and I just found it too small and uncomfortable. And yesterday I eventually just uh, brought the page up on my iPad and put mm. it in reader mode on my iPad. And it was like I was reading like a book on a Kindle, which was much more pleasant. But it was just, I, I don't know why. If you, I felt like if you just gave me it in like, oh, he's making notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you gave it to me in like 10 pages on a piece of paper, I probably would have got through it a lot quicker. It was just oh, the fact of trying to have an... It was it was a weird, yeah yeah format. reading a sh- yeah yeah it's like uh, if you haven't done it before reading a book on Kindle for the first time I've never actually read I've read lots and lots of short things on mm. devices but I can say you know as an enthusiastic reader in the year twenty twenty three I've never read like a, a book. sustained book on mm. my laptop my tablet my phone I've tried I just I I totally relate to what you're. Uh, I strain. I want to say the word eye strain. <laughs> yeah, let's say the word eye strain. Yeah. I mean, but... with a hyphen, we can call it a word, singular, or it's still two words. 
back to the words. There's many words in this short story. You started off uh, our podcast before we pressed record. You oh, were like, God. you said, uh, did you give me uh, 40 minutes to read because you think I'm bad at reading? Because I think I suggested that to you as like a basic yeah. time frame. And, and to I be honest, I... <laughs> it took me two weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I think that all came from... I also sent you the audio recording of George Saunders reading it, and that mm. took him forty minutes. So basically, if you're reading at a good clip, it should have been about a good clip. Is that what is that what the readers? Say? A good clip. <laughs> it is what the readers say, but um, it's the readers' yeah. clubs where all the readers go. Where well, you we, don't talk, have, you just read to each other. <laughs> we just had that club. We talked a lot about Matthew Perry. Shout out to French lovers and the yeah. big terrible thing. Hashtag book club. Um, so when you asked that question about the forty minutes let alone the two weeks to get to it. Once you were in it, <laughs> yeah. you have a rough how long it took? I feel like it took me about three hours to get through the first half. And then... <laughs> and then you, it got easier. And then it got easier because it, it went somewhere. <laughs> it went somewhere and it started to make sense. How much... Yes. This is a great question. It was confusing. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, um, it's basically a story where... Shall I try? Oh, mate, please. So... Oh, we're spoiling up the wazoo. Yeah, so this, oh, this, 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 wazoo. this, this is a short story. It takes a twist, and then it all starts to make sense. But mm-hmm. initially, you're presented with a gentleman called Gerard, mm-hmm. um, and a nurse called Mrs. Dwyer, um, who hooks Gerard up to some sort of machine, gives him some pills, and he goes somewhere, basically. And then where he goes, he starts explaining. And uh, books are funny, Jeff, because. You love it when yeah. they explain stuff, but when they con or describe things, but when they over describe things, you're like, just get to the freaking point. Sure. That I don't sure. need to know the width of the blade of grass or the shade of green oh, and stuff like that. But then the listeners have been waiting for these literary takes <laughs> and we're so happy to have them, genuinely. But, but think, I don't know. Descript- yeah. It's, it's, I don't know how to say it. You, yeah, yeah. you can over describe and then you sure. can under describe and then. Sure. And then I think once the book gets going, I'm less angry about the descriptions because I'm, I'm kind of just waiting for... I wanted to know where I was, what was happening. I think you're describing such a good phenomena, which is, you know, part of reading and literature is is describing things. It's <laughs> a big part of it, but... It, which we take um, for granted did, when we watch a movie because we see it all. Take 100%. So, so 100%. They, they're trying to paint a picture in your head, which I, I 100% get. Yeah, but, but it's I just really think... funny. It's the relationship between yeah. the reader and the writer. It's not an objective 100% thing. But yeah. depending on what expectation it's setting up in you and how much it's making you want to need to know, both want to know and need to, need to know what's going on in the story, you're literally like, without even knowing you're doing it, skimming it, being like, wait, I need to find my bearing mm. in the story. And, and, and I found myself having to reread yeah. sentences yeah, yeah. and sometimes even paragraphs because I'd just gone through it and gone, wait a minute, what? And then gone back again. And I found I found myself doing that a lot for the first half of the book, I'd say. Right, right. When you say interesting, <laughs> it's I feel like I'm laying down on a therapist couch and you're like, <laughs> yeah, no, continue, that, that one, continue. How does that make you that feel? That one smacked of that tone, I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I couldn't help it because uh, I'll be honest. Uh, having suggested literature to you and hearing you talk about it, I kind of do feel like I'm in that role right now. So yeah. it's all very interesting to me as I stroke my beard. Um, but anyway, so 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 then Gerard's in it. it he's hooked up to this machine. He goes back to a period in his life. Mm. Is it his life? <gasps> oh. um, <clears throat> he goes back to a period in his is. life. Yep, and it's described that he's, he's laying on the grass in his garden as a kid with his sister. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly the story takes a sharp turn and he they go into the house and see his 
mum. The wrong things. The wrong things. His his mum being pummeled by her husband and uh, I can't remember whether it was his uncle or whatever. There's affairs going on. They're having a big old argument or whatever. Familial strife. Yes. Um, and then it and then it flashes back to you know an earlier period in time um, when he's even younger. And then it's in the same house, but it looks the same but different because everything's sort of more fresh and new because it's not as aged and whatever. whatever. Then he jumps back out of this and Mrs. Dwyer is with someone named Horace. Names, by the way, Jeffrey. Names. I don't know how to pronounce these names. (laughs) But you read them in your own way, don't you? (laughs) You do read them in your own way. Hashtag literature. And then you have to say them out loud and you're like, wait, how did I read that? (laughs) (laughs) Problem of a podcast, but yeah. But it turns out the nurse and her lover... Yeah. Which is a very weird part in the <laughs> weird part in the. Um, it reminds me very much of Eternal Sunshine, where the yes, two, the, it was right? very Eternal Sunshiny. Is this it whole was and right. I, I was going to get to that. Dunstan, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it turns out they're just they're putting someone else's memories into his head because they're trying to find out where this character Clara actually is in present day, mm. um, and then the story moves on and stuff like that. I'm not so, going to just uh, recount the entire story, but No, no, no. But that's a good setup so far and basically in a Charlie Kaufman-esque way, the initial thing seemed to be it's almost a service that as an old man, yes. he's like going back to his childhood memories, reliving them. You know what's really funny? After reading this, I was getting the tube the other day and I can't remember what station it is, maybe Piccadilly Circus, shout out, one of my favorite stations. I'm covering up the <laughs> shouting out train stations now. <laughs> covering up the escalator. Now all these adverts for this new VR thing for um, people with dementia. Mm. And it seemed to be like very, very vivid um, imagery they could watch of like back in the day and the 50s and whatever. And like there were all these reviews about mm. how like comforting they found it to go back to these old times. So I, sh- I should say the hmm. protagonist. Is that the word? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Stop yes. the podcast. There. <laughs> Whoa, five, five points. Um, <laughs> the protagonist, Gerard, the main character, the we're, yeah. we're watching go through all of this. He yeah. every third the, the book's called Thursday by George yeah. Saunders, and every Thursday he goes to this place because it's comforting. He's an old yes. he's an old frail man, and he yes. goes there to relive his favorite memories and times right. with his parents and stuff like that. And he just yes. it's, it's his favorite part of the week. He goes there and that's what he does. And then right. the Mrs. Dwyer and her her lover Horace um, yeah. take advantage of him um, yeah. to try and get some information out of him by putting someone else's memories in. And put someone else's memories in there and then they're thinking that's one way they're going to get to the bottom of this and then mm. there's a really good twist at the end yeah i don't know even if it's a twist but there's a really good ending it culminates yeah. in a really fun way but gosh it's so fascinating genuinely to listen to you like talk about powering through with this because not at all in a patronizing way i knew you could read it if given the time but like i just i do know how you consume art on the regular and this was breaking up that pattern and i was like yeah. shit i don't know if he's gonna find the time and it is a lot to read on a thing so confirm for me again i know you've already mentioned it was on a tablet in the end that you yeah I, I just put it on an ipad and yeah. to be honest good old safari has a reader mode and it basically yeah. just made the article look like a book on the tablet which yes. is quite cute i tried to yes. do that on my phone but i just found it just too small and when there aren't enough words on the page, it's it's uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> they, I hear you. You know, you know, like I don't know. I was about to say, you know, when our parents use phones and they have it blown sure. up to like four words on a page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of like give me at least a couple of paragraphs, and then I feel yeah. like I'm at a regular size. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh, mate. Okay. So I've, I've no, loved. But, the... Yes. But, so that initial bit of getting into it that. It, I just felt very uncomfortable and unaware. I felt like I'd turned the book into halfway through. 
as oh. as the as the story starts. Were you annoyed starts. at me? Be honest. Were you thinking of me? Were you like, what the fuck, bro? No, not really. I was interested in the actual Try. story you've picked because it's a very oh. dystopian-y type yeah, yeah, story, yeah. which I didn't think was very Jeffrey. So it, it I was it, the reason it took a weird turn for me was because I was like, this is very. Oh, it's not something I would have thought you would have pitched in terms of short stories or something. Mm. I, I guess that just comes from this is like, it's almost like, a, what's that? Uh, it's just his, the, his new song that dropped. This is the, the his okay. latest story. And okay, while, you know, I went on a, a holiday recently and it came out and usually I find this sort of thing tough to fit in. And I think, oh, in some imaginary time when I have the time, I'm going to read this. But I had time on a ferry to read it and I read it and I remember just my jaw dropping at the end and thinking, God, it might be a struggle at the beginning mm-hmm. to get your concentration up to that level. But if you can commit, the feeling you get at the end of a good short story like that is kind of priceless. It's like a really reward. <laughs> yeah, it's like a reward for having fucking mustered up that that mental energy. And I can imagine if you're not used to uh, mustering that up, it can be a bit of a stretching new muscles kind of thing. But it sounds like you did it just fine. Yeah, when I got there. When you got there. Okay, well, like, let's finish on on this to a point because we're spoilering up the wazoo. What did you actually... Uh, the, the reader can... Uh, the listener can go discover it for themselves. We don't have to get into the ins and outs of how it comes off. But what did you make of the, the ending? Did you like it, basically? I wanted more. Oh, interesting. Okay. I felt like I needed to know the next... Give me the next five minutes of oh, what was so going cool. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very classic ending thing, right? Where it's mm. like, where on the line of needing to know some resolution-y yeah. stuff and it chose to end it right before he actually went to meet Clara in person, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I mean, I just, uh, to, yeah, to have the whole, the way that he technically does for a while, you, uh, the narrator, the first person narrator is two different people. The way that he does that and just occasionally yeah. puts paragraph, uh, brackets rather, and says who he is, I, yeah. me, I him <laughs> yeah. or whatever he's doing. I just I the way that so yeah so he where, when because he's then got all these other person's memories in his head now yes he ends up having a conversation with himself uh, and yeah so the other person's called David I think yeah um so he sort of says I Gerard is thinking this D- David is thinking this and it's kind of quite funny and then he, uh, there's a whole section where he's basically having an argument with David about. Yes. Sort of, because Gerard is sort of, grows up in like a church family, where mm. David grew up in a family of sort of disruption, okay. as we learn from his parents yes. beating each other up and stuff like that. So I said, by the way, listening back to the pod, yes, okay. I say and stuff like that so many times. Do you? Yes, and it, and every time I hear it, I wince, and I've just said it again, and it's really well. Upset me. I've got one why. word for that, Christopher. What? Stop listening. Interesting. <laughs> oh fuck. <off. laughs> anyway. Anyway, yes. Oh, that's so... Yeah, thank you. Before we get out of here today, we needed to... That's helping me, at least, to hit on the main almost point of the story seems to be. To me, it's like an analogy for literature in general, or even good art Mm. in general, which is to fully inhabit someone else, to be in someone else's brain. It would remove all judgment, which seems to finally happen at the end of the story, that if you could really be in someone else's brain, you could see where do their prejudices come from, where do their fears come from. Um, We... Only able, you know, I remember ever since I was a kid, the, the phrase to be in someone else's shoes is a really profound thing. Hmm. But we we do that quite offhanded and half committed sometimes. But if you committed to that kind of empathy and like really trying to understand being in that person's position in life and not being yourself, which is kind of what this story is trying to do. Um, it's a it's a profound thing. And I really like how this story sort of shows you that in the same body, all you need is uh, 
some different uh, very early life experiences mm-hmm. uh, to to end up with wholly different personalities and lives. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it 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 just the the way that you're suddenly in the wrong person's memory is really disconcerting and like fascinating because it just it does make you think like oh what's formative for us well that's what would make me mm. and that uh, my friend would have gone through something different and that's what made him and it's it's very thought-provoking in that way here's a question for you do you see it making a good filmed material or did you think oh this is nice here i like this here well what i was about to come on to was Please. that despite my gripes with descriptions or whatever or taking a while yes. to get into it i don't think i've mm, i mean the only fiction i think i've actually read is ready player one mm. Mm. Um, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so not the most fiction. No, so I normally yeah. read biographies and stuff mm. like that if I'm going to read. Yes, um, which is pff, reading. <laughs> hey, it's it's coming along in 2023, but go on. <laughs> um, but I was thinking this would make. I mean, in my head, I was like, "Why has he tried to write this? This would be easier to watch." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. try and explain it all. But then I was very impressed with how yes. he's written it in such a way that. It's so complex at points during it yeah. of understanding what the hell is actually going on. Yes. But you, you, it, I still managed to paint the picture in my mind from the words that were on the page. So yes. Therefore, yes. Well done, George. <laughs> you, you're you're good at that writing stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's a writer. That writing stuff, fantastic. Okay, yeah. so I guess um, oh my scores are well off. Um, <laughs> you you were too off to mm-hmm. be clear. Um, you're desperate for a got... win here, by the way, in the season finale. Shit. Could turn you around got, the season. It was only um, enjo- enjoyment you nailed, but uh, I had one. Uh, I had le- a bit less for anticipation and uh, afterwards, but enjoyment you nailed. Um, now for you, I wrote one, which feels like aggressive now, but <laughs> I just thought you were like, leave me alone. Um, but I now realise that would have been for something else, and I'm pretty sure it was a two now. Like that seems like a layup to me. Can I get a? Can I get a? That's right, right. It's a two. Yeah, but you don't get a point because you said one. <laughs> no, I don't get a point. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay, so I guess was I'm so far one off, and then I just I gave you two threes. I thought in the end you had an okay time. Okay, I had two. Yeah. Three. Nice. Four. Ah, so wait, it's a draw. It's a oh, draw. For the love of that is, holy. is that <laughs> our first draw? Get the fuck out of here. Well, there's limited. Uh... I don't know because we weren't really paying that much attention in the early episodes. No, no. So I'll go to that really sheet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm so glad you read a short story. Were you ever tempted by the audio? Mm, yeah, but you'd, you'd made me feel so bad about it if I did that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, dear listener, I kept tagging a link for it. I was genuinely trying to be helpful. I wasn't trolling. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything. I love George Saunders' voice. I think he makes a good reader. The one thing is, in an ideal world, is kind of actually to listen to after you've read it because it is the sort of story that you do need to be paying that extra level of attention. I don't know about you, Christopher, but I can't help it when I'm listening. I'm not paying mm. as much attention as when I'm reading because I'm yeah. used to podcast at this point, like as you say, when I'm multitasking or running or doing other things, right? So I'm really glad you actually made the effort yeah. to read it. Thank you for that. That's all right. Um, and and I should say that, yeah, so three in enjoyment because of a bit of a struggle at the start. Yes. But four in retrospect because as a piece, it's actually really interesting and well put together story. Oh, wow. This is fun. This is like... 
A new territory for me, with the comedy and music all melded together in Tim Minchin's fabulous performance. New territory for Christopher with a short story. Would you, I, I would uh, seek out more Tim Minchin now. I, I wouldn't know where to start. I'm a bit lost in that respect, but I would. Just, just find the next special would probably be your best thing. Oh, do you reckon? Okay. Yeah. And then he does a whole thing with an orchestra. Ooh, fantastic. Like Metallica, yeah. yeah? And his hit F-sharp, you can find it on the BBC YouTube channel because he does it at the proms with a whole yeah. orchestra as well, which is fun. I don't want to, and now for you, I don't want to like make a big George Saunders thing out of this, but I feel like, did you just become a short story guy? <laughs> well done, Jeff. Well done. <laughs> I think you might have. Okay. Um, did you just become pictures. a Tim Minchin guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have, you know. Yeah. Um, so when are we going Groundhog Day, by the way? I'm desperate. Yeah, I actually, um, I'll speak to you off the pod because I have thoughts. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Let's pitch for next year. Next year, he says. Next oh, season. Pitch for the new season, Jeff. Pitch for the new season. We have lots to look forward to. You, dear listener, have lots of content to look forward to. You. Um, look forward to you. Look forward to my pitch for you, Mr. Anusis, is something that came up on the old Netflix. Have, have they stopped the password sharing on that old guy? Uh... What password sharing, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, very password. good point. Very good point. Um, there's, a, there's a film on there that I've been meaning. A film? Uh, well, a film How with some description. <laughs> That's such a good question. Um, that I've been meaning to watch for a while now. That, Please tell me it's hey, one of the trashy ones with Ryan Reynolds or something. <laughs> guess what? You're finally coming to my aid and watching it with me. I can't believe how much it feels like now that you've said that as an example, this might actually be the polar opposite. <laughs> this is called, and you might have heard it, listener, get ready for the extended sigh you're about to hear. Christopher, I would like for you to watch The Social Dilemma. The Social Dilemma. Oh, have you not heard of it? Even better. The Social Dilemma is like a bit of a... Uh, is this a Lewis Capaldi thing? <laughs> it's not a Lewis Capaldi thing. It sounds like the pretentiously long titles he sort of is known for. But no, The Social Dilemma is a bit of a, a documentary about social media for lack of a... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, I, heard, I heard people who spend their days in... On social media go i watched this really good documentary about social media and they proceeded yeah, yeah, to yeah. still stay on social media and i just oh <laughs> i'm already off it jeff i don't need to watch that reasons why <laughs> you're not off it you just uh... I, ha- I have a twitter but that's just you tweeted yesterday can we talk about it yeah i tried <laughs> tried to get some attention to our tiny little podcast over here bless you i retweeted it from our official account yeah i tried to tweet it from our official account it didn't let oh, me oh did you yeah why not what do you mean i don't know it just said error and i was like oh sod you then and i tried <laughs> to put not... our like handles yeah. in there as well and then twitter was like too many characters mate and i was like oh. too many characters i can get behind with but the error for you just trying to do the thing the thing is for that's hilarious just what you wrote the tweet and then impressing it's like send it said failed to send i was like what and i just copied and pasted it into my own one and it sent i was like i oh, forget it anyway and, and that you're giving me that is why we're never gonna be on social media do you know why because error so thanks elon <laughs> musk thanks for the errors but i look See you forward later. to watching this fucking documentary Jesus. well it seems like you're angry already I at social angry. media so I'm not. I thought it's an hour 34 my... i just saw so let's let's come back Yippity around do I think we can. I think we can all say that's a right. nice solid two. I've been that toying correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. See now, I've been with? I've been toying with all sorts for your pitch yes. for the season opener. Now to imply know. that I haven't been, I've also been toying with all. That's what we're doing at this point. What no, are we but, toying with? Yeah, I've just been struggling. I've I've got like a choice okay. of three. Ooh. That I've been bouncing around. Mm. Do you want to do the Radiohead rankings again? No, I want to give you the worst one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm not because it's a new season. So yeah. I'm going to pop your cherry, Jeffrey. I mean, this keeps happening. We're going to double down on Netflix because there are only a couple of seasons of this show on Netflix. The rest are all somewhere uh, else. Yeah. What sitcom and or cartoon am I about to start? Oh, you couldn't be any more wrong. Oh, you're going to watch season 12, episode oh. one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow, he's done it. He's done it. I think we were all waiting. The amount of shout outs he's given this show, and it's always just on the periphery of it. He's given me the background reading, he's given me the research, he's told me about RuPaul. Mm. <laughs> now I'm going to watch it. I don't know. Oh, wow, this is a big moment. How do you feel? A little underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched rewatched so much yeah. drag race to try and find like the perfect episode to give oh you. really and the truth and this is, is the one you've landed on okay. well <laughs> the I'm, truth I'm... is it's without context and stuff like that it's kind of i feel like a season opener oh. is no different to others there are other great episodes throughout in the middle of seasons but i feel like they get better because you get to know the characters mm. characters the contestants <laughs> I, I just, I would never recommend season 12, episode one of The Simpsons as a start. <laughs> just saying. It's yeah, very, but then I, equally, so many Drag Race fans would never recommend season one, episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, there you go. I'd never recommend season one, episode one. I'm saying I'd never recommend. Listen, you've recommended what you've recommended. We also call it pitching here at the Appraisal Hour. So I look oh, yeah, forward to watching true. because that's how the show works. I have to watch. So I might as well look forward to yeah. it. In the sense that it's the next thing I'm going to do in life if, and all if, other things. No, actually, no, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave no, go on, go on. <laughs> if, if what? No. <laughs> You're making me clutch my belly laughing. What Feel free say? to watch episode two is what I'm going to say. Oh, wow. No, you should have stopped yourself. That was the right instinct. Um, so with all of that said, uh, I hope you were as excited so much as I said. was. <laughs> a lot was said today. Certain links are going to get on the show notes. And to the one person who reads the show notes, uh, I don't know if you're out there yet, but <laughs> you might be and you deserve more than a golf clap at some point. You get uh, all the... Uh... So yes? <laughs> a listener told me, He's never read the show notes. I mean, you've barely read the show notes. People aren't reading the show notes, but they're there. They're a reference guide. They're handy. I enjoy occasionally being part of their composition. Um, <laughs> see, I really took a left turn. Their energy was. I need to calm down. But I like the show notes. They're fun. And someone eventually is going to get some Patreon goodies out of showing that they pay attention to the show notes. Have you dropped an Easter egg in this episode? Yes. How oh, shit. Does the listener know what's going on with that? That he's dropping in hey, Easter eggs we, now? I can, I can play them all back in the State of the Podcast podcast episode. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Oh, jeez. Okay, the State of the Podcast podcast is going to be such a fun podcast. I look forward to podcasting with you for it. For now, we have things to look forward to. We are back on a bit more of a regular program. We are happy to do so. We are happy to be catching up with each other and catching up with you, dear listener. Until next time, goodbye. Take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here?
If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. If you don't like what we recommend, if your patience wears thin towards the end, if you think you could do better with your friend, please go ahead. If you don't like this content, or like me, the word content, then please go be more content and never listen to us again.